Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Roadmap to Heaven. I'm Adam Wright with you on this uh, drizzly, although it was a little bit more than drizzling earlier today, uh, this drizzly Monday morning, May 8th. Happy birthday to Archbishop Fulton Sheen. He would have been 128 years old today. Uh, I don't know anyone that lived to 128, but here's the best thing. I know that there, you know, I, I, I trust, I shouldn't say I know. I don't know anything, but I trust that he is, uh, I trust that he's in heaven. I trust that. And if he is, I know he's celebrating his birthday with us today. Let's pray this morning. Enough of my yammering on here in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your sacred heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. Rebuke, may God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, today on the show, we are going to be talking about spiritual motherhood. Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. So husbands, fathers, uh, children listening, you have been, it's been noted, Mother's Day is coming up a week from yesterday. So seven days away, including today, right? Um, But not everyone is called to motherhood. It's not something that God calls everyone to, but there is such a thing as spiritual motherhood. So we're going to hear about that today. We also, for our radio listeners, are going to hear about Fulton Sheen. We are going to hear about seeking God, and we are going to hear about predestination. Wait a minute. We're a Catholic show. Well, you just have to stay tuned to find out what we're going to say about that. But in the meantime, let's go to Mike Roberts for today's weather and our saint of the day. Today is the feast day of St. Maurice, who was a martyr, and St. Peter of Tarentaise. Born in France in 1102, his father was a farmer, and the family often provided a place to stay for monks who were traveling. In 1122, Peter joined the Cistercians, and that began a transition into religious life for the entire family. Both his father and brother joined the Cistercians, while his mother and sister became Cistercian nuns. For a short time, he was an abbot. Then, in 1142, and against his wishes, he was named Archbishop of Tarentaise. It was not easy work because the church there had become so corrupt. Peter removed the bad priests, promoted the good ones, and developed an educational plan to teach the people their faith. He worried about the welfare of those traveling through the mountains to and from Switzerland and Italy, so he built a shelter and founded a charity that gave food to travelers and surrounding farms. Peter became a trusted advisor to King Louis VII, at one point helping the king resolve a dispute he had with Henry II of England. He died at the age of 72 in 1174. St. Peter of Tarentaise, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. 
Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. We are back. We're talking with Sister Mary Carolyn Nunes from the Franciscan Sisters of the Martyr St. George, driving all the way down to our studios from Alton, Illinois. Good to have you with us this morning, Sister. Great to be with you again, Adam. You know, last time you were here, we were talking about all these identities that we have, uh, spiritual identities of the heart, real identities of the heart, you know, daughter, son, sister, brother, spouse, husband, wife, and then mother, father. And uh, you mentioned that one of the areas that is really important to you is spiritual motherhood. So let's let's dive right in. As, as I was going to say last time, school's in session. Sister Mary Carolyn's our instructor. Write this down. It's going to be on the test. <laughs> Right, no, spiritual motherhood is, I think, a really uh, misunderstood thing within our church. I mean, it's it's real. It's very real. Uh, but because it's not as visible in the tangible sense, like you're not, I'm not walking into mass with with kids in my arms. Um, it's harder to to really understand. And I think a lot a lot of women specifically grapple with this if they're not able to have children or if they are not living a, a vocation to marriage at this time in their life. Kind of like, well, what is what is my role? Like, am I am I actually a mother? And the answer is yes. Um, that every single woman is created to be a mother, and the world needs the maternity that every single woman offers, whether or not she's given birth to a child. So I just want to, that is actually a huge part of my own vocational discernment, was recognizing the capacity for spiritual motherhood, recognizing within the writings of John Paul II how much he talks about that, and how when I read about it, it kind of made my heart explode a little bit, to be honest, and I, I really felt the sense that that was the kind of motherhood that my heart was created to live. It's really important that we mention this, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be very straightforward here, friends, that I was a little irritated when I saw this, and I and I haven't done enough research to know if it's true or not, but that there was talk of just doing away with Father's Day and replacing it with Special Persons Day. And this is not to say, you know, oh, I feel bad that there are not mothers and they don't get a day, so we have to do something for everyone. This is not that. This is really that we, well, all of our listeners who are women are called to a spiritual motherhood. So with that in mind, sister, let, let's talk about that. What does that mean? I mean, if everyone has it, what do we need to dive deep into? What do our listeners need to know about spiritual motherhood that they're called to through that? Sure. So living spiritual motherhood is a way that the world needs our feminine genius. You know, Pope John Paul II speaks about this very often as well. And uh, some of the, the kind of highlights of, of feminine genius usually talks about receptivity and sensitivity and generosity as being a, a huge part of that. When I think about spiritual motherhood, I think specifically of um, a sense of being able to educate, to nurture, and to create a space for the other. Those are kind of the, the, the elements of spiritual motherhood that I've really reflected on a lot in the past. And, and they, they kind of complement, they don't kind of, they do complement uh, the father's role of, of protection and provision and of establishing his children. And so they, they each kind of go with, with one or the other. For a woman to create the space for the other is one of the first and foremost things. And so whether that's a space in our schedule to meet with a person, whether that's a space in our hearts to intercede for and to be there for a person and to, to really carry a person within our hearts, to carry them in their suffering, to carry them in their pain and their grief, or even in their joys, even in their, maybe a, a transition in their life to be a, a kind of a sturdy shelter in a sense. We think of a woman who's naturally carrying a child within her womb. Her body is literally creating a space for the other. And so as a spiritual mother, we're not carrying the child within our womb, but we're creating a space within our heart for the other. And that, that space grows as that person grows into who they're supposed to be. So that's a, that's a part of it. I mean, I think of my wife and, and her motherhood, that how many times are our children upset that she says, just come sit with me here on the couch. Mm. And, you know, th they don't need to talk at the moment. They just need to be 
with mom. And I'm like, don't you want to come be with me? And they're like, no, no, we want to be with mom. And I'm like, okay. And and that's all right. Cause I've got my role to play as a father as well. So it doesn't diminish, you know, the, the motherhood doesn't take away from the fatherhood. They both are integral together. Right. Right. And I think part of that too, and part of that creating a space comes from that genius of sensitivity and sensitivity doesn't mean we cry at sad movies, but sensitivity is an awareness my image of sensitivity in scripture and with our blessed mother is the wedding feast of Cana. Mary's sensitivity at that wedding feast where she just, she notices it's the, it's her way of noticing. And so there's a real feminine and maternal way of noticing mothers notice things about their children. Mothers notice the smallest change of attitude or the smallest change in appearance. Like they notice all the little things. And so part of being a spiritual mother is being attentive and being attentive to those around me, Again, whether it's someone that I know, whether it's a student in the classroom or whether it's one of the women that I'm accompanying in discernment or whether it's um, a person I see at a gas station, you know, it could, it could be even that where even my maternity is, is called out of me in a situation like that. I always like to say about the Blessed Mother, you know, when you go to her in your, with your prayer intentions, um, keep in mind the Blessed Mother is going to pray for you, but she might not pray for what you, you are asking for, what, what you think you need. She's going to pray for what she knows you need, and that's another unique gift of mothers. And I think of my own mother growing up, and it's like, Mom, I want this. You didn't get me what I wanted. She goes, no, I got you what you needed. Mm-hmm. And and my wife does this as well. And I think, again, of so many of the great role models, whether they're the teachers that we always remember whoever those spiritual mothers are. Mothers have that knack for that. Yeah, I know you're asking for this, but what you really need is this, and I'm going to do what I can to help you get that. I think that's also where the sensitivity and the maternal strength come together um, because there's a, there has to be a strength in not just giving everybody what they want all the time, but actually standing in the reality of what they need and being there to support them. And that about one of my favorite moments of, of spiritual maternity with a stranger was at an airport once. Uh, There was a woman sitting at the gate and honestly, it was my birthday and I was just trying to enjoy my cup of coffee that I got for free because it was my birthday and by myself and kind of taking in what I the event that I had just come from and wasn't really in the mood for people. And this woman was very loudly crying in the gate area. And I I thought, I've got to I can't just let her cry over there. But I went over and I got close to her and um, and I just said, is everything okay?" And she just shared her story and kind of poured out her heart a lot and. She like flopped onto me and is just like crying all over me. And people are really looking at me at this point like this lady's crazy. But I thought, how could I how could I not be there with her in that moment? Um, I think most of us that follow our gospel call, probably the world looks at all of us and says that person's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's a good it's a good kind of crazy. You mentioned the strength of mothers and maybe we should wrap up with this. All of the apostles, except for John, ran away right during the Passion and who stays but Jesus's mother and she is with him through the the torment and the absolute misery that is the way of the cross. You know, I think of, again, my wife as a mother, my mom as a mother, when kids are sick, being up at 3 in the morning through all of the fun that is being sick with a GI bug at 3 in the morning, and it's exhausting for everyone, and yet mothers have that strength to keep going and to keep doing it. So whether it's, you know, physical sickness emotional turmoil, whatever it is, mothers do possess an incredible strength to accompany at those times. It's a strength and it's a presence. And I was thinking too, with Jesus giving Mary, yes, she was a natural mother. She gave birth to Jesus, but then she also is a spiritual mother and Jesus gives her to us as a spiritual mother from the cross. And I was thinking about going back to the upper room where they're all hanging out and hiding. Only she and John were there at the cross and how she loved those other guys. (laughs) She loved every single one of those apostles with a mother's love, John with a particular love, because he was given to her specifically. John takes her into his home. But 
at the same time, the way that she looked at Peter and loved Peter and loved the ones who denied him and the ones who ran away, she's able to love them. That's what that's what a, a spiritual mother's love can do. Like a spiritual mother's love can love everyone regardless, um, which is hard sometimes on a human level. She was sinless. I am not. But a mother can look at her child and see the potential. And I think that's that's the way that a mother loves her children, too, is like loving a child into his or her potential. And in a specific way, as a spiritual mother, sometimes I feel like having a relationship with the Lord and really praying for spiritual children, there is a sense even more so of being able to love someone into their potential. Wonderful. Well, for all of our mothers listening and for all of our spiritual mothers listening, I think we should close praying through the intercession of our Blessed Mother. Sister, what do you think about that? Absolutely. Could you lead us in a Hail Mary? For sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, as, as we're praying this, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what, what is that first line of the Regina Chaley? Queen of heaven, rejoice. Alleluia. And I think that's something we didn't even touch on that maybe we'll have to come back and talk about, is that a mother rejoices when, when great things happen for our children. And I think that's partially why my wife, you know, she'll see great things happening to people we know, and she's like, oh my goodness, that's so wonderful. And I'm like, what? What was so great? What did I miss? <laughs> but she has that gift to see it as, as mothers do. Sister, thank you so much for being with us. Friends, you're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. We'll be back after this. Lovely lady dressed in blue, teach me how to pray. God was just your little boy. Tell me what to say. Did you lift him up sometimes, gently on your knee? Did you sing to him the way mother does to me? Did you ever try telling him stories of the world? And, oh, did he cry? Do you think he cares if, if I tell him things, just little things that happen? And do angels' wings make a noise? Can he hear me if I speak low? Does he understand me now? Tell me, for you know. Lovely lady dressed in blue, teach me how to pray. God was just your little boy, and you know the way. It's a new week here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement, and once again, Patty Schneier is with us. Patty, what are we going to be discussing this week? Well, in leading up to Mother's Day, I thought it would be nice to look at saints who are mothers. Of course, the Blessed Mother is our mother, and we spent last week discussing titles about her. And there are so many mothers, great women who were saints. So maybe you don't even know that St. Francis of Rome was a mother. St. Helen, of course, was the mother of Constantine. St. Rita of Cascia, St. Margaret of Scotland, she was the mother of eight. St. Adelaide was a queen and mother of five sons. So we're going to take a look at two saints each day and get to know them just a little bit better and be inspired by them. So today, let's look first at St. Zelie Martin. She's become very popular, recently canonized, um, the mother of Therese of Lisieux. Zelie wanted to become a nun. Most people may not know that about her. But she was turned away by the Sisters of Charity of St. Vincent de Paul due to respiratory difficulties and her recurrent headaches. She's a woman who suffered from headaches. She then prayed to God to give her many children, and they would all be consecrated to God. Zelie and Louis had nine children over the course of 13 years, but only five of them lived 
that would survive childhood. So she lost four children in childhood. Again, many people don't know that about her. Their rich family environment created a firm foundation for their daughters, Pauline, Marie, Celine, Leone, and Therese. And all five of those surviving daughters would enter religious life. In 1877, Zelie died of breast cancer, and she left behind her husband and five daughters. Her youngest, Therese, was only four years old at the time. So if you are a mom who suffers from headaches, if you are a mom with cancer, a mom who has lost a child, get to know St. Zelie Martin and let her walk with you in your sufferings and imitate her holy influence that she had on her family. Now, our second saint for today is going to be St. Macrina the Elder. I'd never heard of her, but she was another very influential mother. She lived in Cappadocia in the 3rd century during the persecution of the Emperor Galerius. Their property was seized. They, had, they were forced to live in the woods for seven years in total destitution without food. And yet... She instructed her grandsons in the faith, who in turn became St. Basil the Great and St. Gregory of Nyssa. She's their grandmother. So again, she's the woman who's a role model of the power of the influence within the family. Mothers and grandmothers, do we know our mission? Do we realize our influence? Do we recognize our children and grandchildren as future saints in our midst? St. Zelie and St. Macrina, pray for us. This is going to be a fantastic week here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement. Patty, I look forward to the rest of the week. All right. Well, I am about to hit the road, as they say, and head up to Peoria. We're going to be broadcasting a special edition of Roadmap to Heaven live from the Fulton J. Sheen Museum in the Spalding Pastoral Center up in Peoria, Illinois, downtown Peoria, from 3.30 to 4.30 this afternoon. Come on by. There's going to be some people taking tours. I think we we might be doing a, a tour of some sort at 2.30. I don't know if it's a self-guided tour. I'm going to be setting up for a radio broadcast, I'll be honest. I haven't paid that much attention to the tour part, but I know that they're doing a tour at 2.30. Um, and then we're doing a broadcast at 3.30 and we're having a reception with hors d'oeuvres and some delicious treats right after that broadcast at 4.30. So if you're in the area, please come on by. Bring a friend. Bring a family member. Bring a friend's family member. We would love to see you there. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. You've been listening to Roadmap to Heaven. I'll be back with you at 3.30 today. Until then, as both the Blessed Mother and Archbishop Sheen would tell you, pray your rosary today.